Time uh, with Bjorn Baker, who joins us on the program. G'day, Bjorn. Morning, Dave. Mate, uh, overpass, no doubt, back from the west, and he's enjoying a nice little break now, mate. Gee, did you proud? Yeah, he just got back this morning, um, and it's a lot easier going over. The, we fly straight to Perth from Sydney, but he goes via Melbourne on the way back, so had a bit of a flight trip up, and then he's just left to go out to Wild Oaks, Uh near the Oaks, and he'll have another couple of weeks out, and then what we will do is um, probably get him into pre-training early January, back into the stable mid-Jan, and his first up target will be the Quokka. Um, so just try and mimic what we did last year. So Quokka for him. There was a, a couple of uh, texts here uh, yesterday and wanting to ask you about a, a Brisbane winter. Would you, would you take him north again after the Quokka? Would that be sort of your formula again? Yeah, we, he uh, only ran the once up there in the um, Doombin 10,000. I thought he ran really, really well, just beaten by Giga Kick. You could probably argue that that's one of, one of if not, his best performance. So um, definitely that would be an option as well. And so he's already, uh, I mean, because obviously the Quokka is like a, a slot-style race like the Everest, so he's already locked in for, for a slot? Yeah, I think uh, with Ram Racing, yep. so we were there last year with them. They also were, were part of the ATC slot with the Everest, so nice to have those guys back involved. Good, fun team, and uh, it'll be great to get back over there. I think Amelia's Jewel's heading there, so it'll be a little bit of a rematch that it, that'll add plenty of interest to the race. What about uh, your other good horse, um, Osmosis, mate? Uh, how's he going? Uh, have you heard any reports about how he's going in the paddock and letting down nicely? Yeah, he's going fantastically well. He just resumed pre-training at the start of the week and we'll get him in just before Christmas. And he's all set to head towards the Galaxy first up at, at Rose Hill. Um, obviously a tough race and coming from back from three-year-old races to, to the oldest sprinters. But uh, he's yeah, he's a, a very, very good horse. And I think he proved that in the Coolmore. He had to um, lead up to it the hard way and... I, I thought he was still pulling away at the line. Yeah. What do you do with a horse in, in this situation now, Bjorn? Because I'm, I'm fascinated by it. You know, you see three-year-olds in these big stallion-making races. He's obviously, uh, you know, a, quite a wealthy commodity. So you want to obviously, you know, now place him very, very good. Or have, have Newgate said to you, no, 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 throw him in the deep end. Um, he's got that on his CV already. Or do you have to not protect him, but do you have to be careful where you go with him so the gloss doesn't shine off? Yeah, definitely. You've just got to be mindful of that. And I was actually up looking at Newgate Yearlings a couple of days ago. They've got a fantastic draft and they've got a bunch of really exciting stallions. So he definitely fits that mould, a group one winning son of, of Zoostar, um, a good-looking horse. And, of course, he's won the Coolmore, which, is, as we know, is a very important stallion-making race. So it's just about, I guess, common sense, doing the right thing by the horse first and foremost. And I'll talk to Scott Darby and the Darby team as well as um, Henry and his syndicate, and we'll just try and do the right thing. And um, he's got a home at stud, so that's sort of that's definitely locked in. But uh, we just try and also you want him to really perform on the track. And he's he's a, I've got no doubt he's going to come back be better in the autumn and. If he um, goes as well as I hope, possibly he could be in a race like the Everest next year. Yeah. Is he the best horse you've trained? Oh, I think that, without doubt, the most exciting. And, uh, yeah, he would, in terms of his ability and his track work, he's he's right up there with the best I've seen, no doubt about it. 
Um, so, no, he's, he's really exciting. Overpass has been a, a, a great horse for the stable and him winning well-deserved Group 1 in the winter bottom. But I think even um, Osmosis has definitely got the X factor on him. He's a, a little bit more workmanlike and uh, gets the job done. I, I think Osmosis... Um, some of the sectionals we've seen him run at home have been absolutely phenomenal, and as much as that, his recovery is unbelievable. So I do think uh, he's going to be a lot better in the autumn. I think also he's, he's possibly going to be ridden uh, better. He, he could be ridden with a, a bit of cover as well. He's got uh, a remarkable turn of acceleration. That would be exciting to see him because at the moment when we've seen him, he's just got that raw... Uh, energy and speed and obviously um, whoever's been on his back uh, obviously Rachel hasn't you know um, tried to change anything gone no okay I'm going to let a fast horse be a fast horse but that would be exciting to see him ridden with some cover and show an electric turn of foot another horse you've got for Derby we haven't seen at the races yet but Shervington Um, I know he's in the noms for the Magic Millions will we see him before the Millions can he get there how does he go uh, he goes really well, and of course he's a half brother to Malkovich, one of the yep. uh, really good, I guess, stable performers for both me and Derby. And um, he's just not quite ready though. So he's gone okay. to the paddock today, unfortunately. But I think he's a really promising horse going forward. Do you think you'll have a runner in either that two-year-old classic or maybe in uh, one of those uh, big maiden or trial um, barrier trial races up there for the millions? I know because you had triple tempo. Um, in the, the noms, you had Battle Him, Olfusen, Secret Boom. Uh, I think um, well, Secret Boom and, and Triple Timbo are probably a chance to to get to the maiden if they trial well. I think they're yep. two really nice horses. So that that two options, unfortunately, won't have any in the Magic Millions Classic this year. What about the Guineas? Uh, because last year we saw you run fifth uh, behind uh, uh, with Infatuation. Uh, so uh, the um, well, you beat the little pumper, of course, and in the classic, you ran fourth, I should say. You ran you ran fifth at Wyong behind Sovereign Fun. That was uh, the Wyong race 12 months ago yesterday. And then behind Skirt the Law, it was a great run by Infatuation. Will we see her in the guineas? Yeah, she's running on Saturday, so um, that's the plan to get back up there now. It's a $3 million race, and it was a good run in the two-year-old classic, but... Yeah, she never probably went as well as I hoped in the early part of the spring. She had a bit of a lead-up, and she's come back. I think she's going better than she was in the spring. Uh, she's got a bit of an awkward gait on Saturday, but the plan's to definitely get up there. All right. What about a horse called Luna Field, who's been at the, the trials recently? And um, when I say been at the trials, obviously had those couple of trials in November 22, and then we haven't seen him since June. Um, he seems to have ability, this horse. Yeah, he's going to trial, I think, next week. He's, he's coming up really well. Might be too soon to get to the Magic Millions Maiden, but he's definitely a promising horse. So keep an eye on him. All right. And the other one that I've got a text here on the text line about is this uh, horse at Eagle Farm on Saturday, uh, Imizaki. Now, this is an Ocean Park gelding who comes out of a Hawkesbury Benchmark 64, of course. Uh, this race on Saturday up there is the Grand Prix over 2100. Does uh, does he have a lot of ability in expecting a big run up there, back to three-year-old grade? Yeah, he's, he's done a good job his last uh, three starts, and it was a really good effort at Hawkesbury against the old horse. He had to come back, come from, from last off them and, and got to the outside. So it, he's a horse that I think 2,100 should suit. He's got a good grounding. He's got a good gait on Saturday, even sort of a race. But I think whatever he does, he, he, he'll definitely be better next time. So... Definitely a promising star in the making. 
Good to be uh, back in Sydney, mate. Obviously, it was great to see your social media as well, showing that bit of emotion. You were quite emotional, really, for the first time. I mean, you're, you're a normal human being, so you're going to show emotion. But that day osmosis won uh, when you are interviewed by Seven after the races and you, you showed emotion talking about your family and then in that, obviously, piece you did with your social media team, which we all saw on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, where you were talking about those big moments. It's nice to pause and reflect like that, isn't it, on... A bloody hard slog. You know, you came here, you're obviously working with your old man, you sort of had to start from scratch. Yes, you did have support here and there, but nothing was sort of handed to you on a silver spoon. No, no, it was. It's been a fantastic year, Dave, and uh, it's a bad year for hay fever too, as we know. So definitely, <laughs> you know, I forgot my handiest things that morning, but no, it is, and, and I'm very lucky. We've had a, a probably a breakout year. The Coolmore really does make a, a big difference in terms of getting those sort of stallion prospects through, and I've got a, a great team, so things couldn't be going any better. I'm very fortunate to uh, be in the position I am, and Hopefully onwards and upwards into 2024.